In this bulletin, 400 passengers stranded in Azerbaijan after an emergency flight landing. An anxious wait for residents in South Australia ahead of a flood river peak. And in sailing, favourable weather conditions could see a race record broken at this year's Sydney to Hobart. With the latest SBS News, I'm Biwa Kwan. Qantas has sent a recovery flight to passengers stranded in Azerbaijan after a plane malfunction caused an emergency landing. A suspected faulty sensor in the cargo hold is believed to have caused the Qantas QF Singapore London flight to make a 180 degree turn over Georgia and Eastern Europe. The airline has issued an apology to affected customers. A recovery flight is on its way from Sydney to pick up the stranded passengers. The customers will be taken to Heathrow Airport with an expected arrival early on Christmas morning. Thousands of residents in South Australia's Riverland region are on high alert, with the rising Murray River expected to peak in the next 48 to 72 hours. The forecast for the flow rates of floodwater has been downgraded from 220 gigalitres per day to about 190 gigalitres. About 4,000 properties along the Murray River are still expected to be inundated in the coming weeks. Local resident Robert Rayner says it's stressful waiting for the river to peak, particularly with the threat of losing the home he built with his late wife. I'm glad that the, uh, the level of the, uh, the water hasn't reached far enough to ruin what I've got completely. And I, I, I don't know. Where would I go to, to live? Somewhere along the river, I'm sure. A one in 50 year flood has hit a remote town in the Northern Territory as authorities warn more rain is on the way for the rest of the state. In the span of six hours, 157 millimetres of rain inundated the town of Timber Creek, around 300 kilometres southwest of Catherine. NT Chief Minister Natasha Files says everyone in the remote community has been accounted for, although a number of people had to be rescued from flood waters. About 70% of the Timber Creek community spent the night at the local basketball court as heavy rains lashed the remote town. Sitaveni Rabuka has officially been voted in as Fiji's new Prime Minister, ending the reign of Frank Bainimarama after 16 years. Mr Rabuka got the numbers to rule in a coalition headed by centre-right People's Alliance Party. He won the leadership ballot 28 votes to 27 against Mr Bainimarama. It comes after days of political turmoil with the previous Fiji First Government refusing to concede and the army called in to help police maintain law and order. Australian seafood producers have welcomed a federal government proposal to introduce new rules on country of origin labelling for seafood in the hospitality sector. Under the changes, restaurants, cafes and similar businesses will need to provide information on where their seafood is from. Such labelling is already required for most foods sold in retail settings, including supermarkets and grocery stores. Online feedback is being collected by the Federal Department of Industry, Science and Resources. Alex Stolls now from the Sydney Fish Market told SBS country of origin information does influence the purchasing decisions of Australians. Anecdotally, more than 62% of people would only eat Australian seafood had they had that access to that information at the point of sale. You're going to see more and more people being able to stick to a strict Australian-only seafood doctrine, not just in the shops but at restaurants and cafes and fish and chipperies. 
And to sport, in sailing, super maxis in the Sydney to Hobart will have favourable wind conditions for most of their journey. But the fleet has been warned about the likelihood of strong winds later in the race. A fleet of 109 yachts will set sail from Sydney Harbour from 1pm local time on Monday. The Bureau of Meteorology is forecast predominantly northeasterly winds becoming fresh to strong on Tuesday and Wednesday. That will assist the four super maxis, with the line on as winner likely to finish on Wednesday morning, potentially close to a race record time. Blackjack skipper Mark Bradford says it's difficult to predict who will win. I've been asking myself uh, how do you win the race, and uh, you know the boats all should technically get from A to B, B being Tasman light at roughly the same time, but the journey along the way will be very different directions. So uh, how you win the race is the hard thing to determine. The line on his record is one day, nine hours and 15 minutes, which was set by Comanche in 2017. And that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom.